Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We have to get a proper understanding of what the Holy Spirit is doing in our life. Number one, why do we have him? Number two, what does he do? And you got to get this understanding. If I don't understand the Holy Spirit, I'm going to leave the benefits of him behind because of lack of understanding. Okay, is that all right? You understand this? So I'm going to be talking about getting filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to talk about the praying in the tongues. And if you ain't praying in tongues, don't get nervous. There's nothing wrong with it. A lot of you grew up in a denomination that said, oh, that's not God. It is God. It didn't leave with the Acts of the Apostles. That's not true. Um, it's not over and finished. You know, because everybody's like, oh, that left with the Acts of the Apostles. Well, then praise be to God. We're the brand new apostles. Come on. You're the brand new apostle. Don't get nervous. After I teach you what you got, now you tell me whether you need it. I'm not going to sit in this room with, like, smoke and mirrors and not have revelation. The problem is this. When you do not have a revelation, you cannot bring instruction. So you leave people just as confused as they were when they came into a building. That's not here. Bottom line, I'm going to make this so you've never, I'm telling you, you've probably never seen this today, and it's okay. That's what I'm here for. You ever go to a bad restaurant? Did you go back? No, because it was bad. Okay? You're here because you're going to eat good. Just keep coming back, and we'll feed you a little bit more. But when I show you this stuff with the Holy Spirit today, it's going to change your life. Now, this might be, I'm going to prepare it away just so you can see it. So just trust me and roll with this thing and go slow and start where you're at and don't go overboard like, oh, I, gotta. I don't care if it takes you six months to get there. We're going to get there one step at a time. Number one, 1 John 4, 4, what do we understand? Why do we need the greater one? Well, why do we need the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit came in when you and me got born again. The problem is this, we carry way too much stuff than we need to carry. Now, this is what I want you to see. The Holy Spirit in you makes you greater than everything around you. Write that down. The Holy Spirit in you makes you greater than everything around you. Did you pull that in? The Holy Spirit in you makes you greater than everything around you. Write that down. Okay? Now, here's the problem. I was telling him in the morning service, and I'll, I'll probably show you again. Why do we got to be greater than the things around us? Because you're carrying way too much stuff that you don't have to carry and you don't even realize it and you need the way to get out of some of the things you're carrying because we think they're little things and we don't lean on the Holy Spirit to help us. Look at 1 John 4 and 4. Greater is he, don't pop it up there, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. What does that mean? The greater one's living in you. Amen? Oh, is it messed up? 1 John 4 and 4, just look at it. 1 John 4 and 4, you got a Bible. If not, it says, I'll read it to you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. What's that mean? The greater one's living in you. Greater than what? Greater than the obstacles of life. Greater than the circumstances in life. Greater than everything in life. But you have to understand the navigation, okay? You with me? The navigation part is up to you. You got to navigate through life. So here's what we do, right? I was telling them in the morning service. You just start living life, and well, I got the Holy Ghost, and I'm born again. Now, the prerequisite to the Holy Spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit, is you got to be born again. 
Once you get born again, it's easy. Then you get filled with the Spirit. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times in life, we don't realize what happens is this. We need to be led. We, we have to be led by God. We got to walk after the Spirit. And sometimes we don't know what to do. And because we don't know what to do, we need navigation tools. Okay? And here's what we kind of do. And I was kidding in the morning service, but I was laughing. You pick up too many pieces of life. Because you just, you guys. Oh, you know, hey, you know, burdens show up, right? Cares. Here's a burden. Here's a care. Got one. You know, you like walk around. You know, I got this, God. It's all cool. I'm taking care of business. This ain't that big. I can carry this. You got the Holy Spirit. You got all the help. You got the word. You got all the tools. You ever do this? This is what I'm saying like this. You ever sit in something for a couple of days and then wake up after about two, three days in this and go, why don't I give that to God? Why don't I yield that to God? Why am I trying to figure it out? Why am I carrying burden? You know, I, was, I, I told him in the morning, you know, we went through this little family thing. It was extended family. I'm like, oh, my God, how do I, how do I fix this? You know, I'm thinking in my head, how do I fix the kids? How do I fix this? Not my family. My, it was it, not my immediate family, but, you know, extended family. And I'm going, oh, my God. So I'm like, two days it is trying to figure it out. And God's like, hey, you ever think of letting me in on this? Hey, you ever think about praying this out? You ever think about I know more than you know, and maybe you should come check in with me before you think you're going to figure it out? Because your doctor figure it out? You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I need? No. And I, and I kind of looked at it life. It was like this. Well, you know, I got this one, God. No problem. I got this one. Yeah, I got this. I can take, I can, this ain't that big a care. You know, it's a little, little something, something. I know I got the Holy Ghost and all that. But I, I got this. This ain't that big. You know, this ain't that big. And then, you know, you got, oh, here's another one. Here comes some kid stuff. You know, got some stuff with the kids. You got some, you know, light stuff. This ain't no big deal. This ain't, this ain't too bad. You know what I mean? I'm carrying light. And you don't even realize you're carrying these things in life. And then, you're like, life's going on. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. More stuff. Yeah, I got more stuff. I can take this. No problem. You know, I got this. This ain't that heavy. You know, I got this. Now you're like this, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know, more burdens show up and more. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. I got, I got, yeah. I can pick that up too. Give me, give, give me this. Yeah, I got, I got, I got this. Yeah, God, don't, don't, God, you just keep doing what you're doing in heaven. I know. Oh yeah, I dropped that. It's okay. Let me just. Oh yeah, here we. I, I just. Let me, uh, okay, wait. I got. Yeah, I got. Okay, I got it. I got this too, God. I don't know. I don't need to pray or nothing. I don't need the Holy Ghost. I got this too. You know, it's no problem. I got this, and I got that, and I got the kids. Thanks, Miss G. You wear, give me that too, Miss G. Here, put that on top, because I can take all of it. No problem. Just put them there. The pens, they're not, they're not that heavy, the pens. Put the pens up there. Thank you. They're not that heavy. They're just a little bit cumbersome to my, yeah, you put that in there. Thank you. I got all of it. Yeah, oh, you, oh yeah, I dropped the book. So you give me that. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Miss Normandy. Okay, no problem. I got it, God. No problem. You know, I'm just going to walk around life like this for a while. I'm just going to hang out. You know, I got the Holy Ghost, but, you know, I can do this. No, it's not that. Just, hey, you want to go to lunch? <laughs> guys wanna, you guys want to hang out? Pastor Chris, why you got a chair on your head? Well, because I like it. I like, I don't, you know, this is cool. It's, that's how I roll. I don't think I can get in your car, but maybe you can, like, put me in a trailer and take me places. This is what we do. And we carry this stuff around like it isn't that big a deal. And like we got it, and all the while we got the helper within, and he can he can only help you what you decide to go. Oh, you know what? Here you go, thanks, Johnny. You can be the Holy Ghost. Here, and then you, know, you can just thank you, and you can just go here, and you can go. I, I I don't really want all these burdens. I don't really want all that stuff. But you're walking around with all this stuff, and all that, and all the while you got this helper living in you, going, Will you give me some of this stuff? But we go, <laughs> I don't understand what I'm doing when I'm sitting there going, Lopashi, KKK, I understand that. That's why today I'm going to get that 
eradicated because you need them. And let me tell you, you don't see those things with the natural eye when you're walking through life, but they're there, man. Just because they're invisible doesn't mean they're not real. And they got burdens and they're heavy and they're mind dealing and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're, they're miserable, man. And you don't know where to find relief and you've been trying to find relief everywhere else but the place you're supposed to be looking, man. And people, let me tell you, the devil's working overtime to keep you deceived. And the thing that's the source of your strength, everybody's, well, it's weird. What are you doing that for? That's weird. There's nothing weird about God. But if you don't understand what's going on, you got to see it. So we're going to see it. See, God gave me the greater one so I could overcome everything that's around me. Amen? And you got the greater one in you helping you do this, okay? So now let's look at this. Now just trust me because we're going to go someplace and you see this. Now look at first. I want you to go over here. Come over here. I don't know if it's going to work. Is it going to work? 1 Corinthians 14, okay? 1 Corinthians 14 is going to be big. So go there in your Bible. If you don't have it, pull it up on your phone. 1 Corinthians 14, and you're going to see this in verse 1. And I want you to see this because this is important. Just, I'm going to go slow, right? So you can hear me and you'll see me. Follow after, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, right? But he says, rather that you prophesy. Now I'm going to eradicate some stuff. Why does God want you to prophesy? Now, some people don't understand what prophecy is. Let me just read the whole thing. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Okay? So now it's just, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, how being in the spirit he speaks mysteries. He that prophesies speaks to men's edification and exhortation and comfort. Now, what does that mean? Prophecy, you understand. You understand that? Prophecy is in a language that is known. Tongues are in an unknown language. So why God says prophecy is better than praying in tongues wasn't because one was better than the other, but one was more beneficial for the church. Does that make sense? So, you know what I'm saying? If I get up here and start praying in tongues, you don't know what I'm doing. But if I get in here and say, God's going to edify the church, raise it to a brand new level, equip it and accomplish it, God likes prophecy better because prophecy everybody understands. Tongues just does something for me. Now, tongues and interpretation equals the gift of prophecy. So if I, you got up and gave a tongue and I gave the interpretation, then everybody would understand what we were talking about spiritually. God goes, that's even better. Because that's prophecy equal. That don't make no sense right now. Who cares? Here's what I need you to get. That's word, but that, that's bonus. Here we go. Ready? When a man prays in unknown tongues, his understanding is unfruitful. How be it in the spirit he speaks mysteries? What mysteries? See, now here we're, here's where we go. I'm going to read, I'm going to say it a hundred times. If you find it in your Bible, if we get the thing fixed, it'd be great. If not, whatever. How be it, when a man prays in unknown tongues, his spirit prays. So understand he's unfruitful. He prays not unto men, but unto God. How be it, in the spirit, he speaks forth mysteries. So if I'm praying in the spirit, I'm speaking what? Mysteries. Well, what in the heaven are mysteries? What are these mysteries that I'm praying out? Now, here's my question. 
if I'm not praying in the spirit, then obviously I'm not praying out these mysteries. Mysteries are hidden things that need to be revealed. That's all it is. Mysteries aren't something spooky and weird. Mysteries are just hidden things that need to be revealed. So here's my question. If there's hidden things that need to be revealed for my life, what happens if I don't reveal them? I'm still living life like a mystery when all the while God goes, I got hidden truths waiting for you. But it's my responsibility to find those hidden mysteries and pull them out. Does that make sense? You with me? You see what I'm saying? He said, how be it, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2, how be it, well, here they got it. I was waiting for it. Because I want you to see, because some of you are like, I don't know. You know you can trust me, but you need to see it. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. What's an unknown tongue? That's unknown. He said, that's you praying a mystery. What kind of mystery? The mysteries for your life. The things you, now see, I'm going to show you something on the back end of this. I'm going to show you how to really get this thing good. Because God had to teach me this stuff. Because I asked questions. I'm going to show you, that's how I pray for you, because I don't know what you need. So I hold you in my mind. I picture you in my mind. I picture you in my mind. And I pray in the ghost, the Holy Spirit, and I hold you in my mental space. Because if I don't, my mental space will want to be dominated by distraction. So I hold it there. Don't let you out. And I start praying. I'll get things. I'll pick things up. I'm going to show you how to do it. But I need you to stay here. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaketh not on the men, but on the God. For no man understands him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. What are mysteries? What are these things? What are these things that I need? What are these mysteries I need to know? Because, see, Romans 8, 14, 16, don't go there. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit, they're the sons of God, the daughters of God. For the Spirit itself, himself, bearing witness with your spirit. So this is a navigational life that has to be navigated because I got some stuff I got to know for my future, and if I don't know it. So now, here we go, ready? What happens is this. Keep going. Go to verse 14. Let them see this. And 14 and 15, then we'll go back to verse 2. Okay? Now just pull this in, write these scriptures down. First Corinthians 14, 14, 15, whatever. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with my understanding. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with my understanding. Here we go. Ready? One is these mysteries. Well, what am I doing when I pray? I'm edifying myself. To edify means to be a house builder. It's a construction term. When I'm praying in the Holy Ghost, I'm building my spiritual house on the inside. You're building an edifice. You're building something strong. Now remember this. When I, now write this down. This is important. When you pray in the Spirit, you're building your inward life you're giving counsel to your mind and bringing comfort to your heart. Write that down. Write that down. Mysteries. You are building your inward life, making it strong. 
You are giving counsel to your mind and comfort to your heart. Better write that down. Counsel to your mind is being given when you st- How many of you got some stuff in your mind you need some counsel about? How many of you got some decisions you got to make in your mind you need some decision about? Counsel in your mind. When I'm sitting there going, Rembendele, you're bringing counsel. You can't see it. Look, man, this whole book takes Come on, man. A virgin born and gives birth to a Messiah that hangs on a cross, saves you from sin? Come on, man. You need faith for the whole book. Don't take faith out now. I bring tongues. You're all like, head. oh, I don't know what to do. The whole book, you don't know what to do. Are you paying attention? Like, you know, like, oh, this is so, this, hey, this is a stretch. Go there. This is such a stretch. You're asking me to pray. Oh, yeah, that's a stretch. How about this one? You go to terminally ill people and lay your hands on them and they recover. That's whacked without faith. Uh, give away the money you got so more money can come in. That's totally whacked without faith. The whole book is whacked without faith. Where you been? Now all of a sudden I come into church and go, hey, pray in this mysterious language and change your life. Oh, that's it. I'm out. Are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me? Are you guys gone? Mary shows up and goes, I'm pregnant from an angel that came from heaven as the Holy Ghost. And, oh, yeah, that's not whacked? That took faith, but I bring the tongues up and you're all shot out. You all can't make it till tomorrow. Stop it. It's the devil, man. It's religion. It's trying to make you say, well, that's not for me. It is for you. Uh, pr- come on, man. The whole book takes faith. You got to believe in angels and Jesus and this and that. Come on, man. Where do you not see this stuff taking faith? So when I bring you to this place, don't stop with the faith. Know this. Point number one, when I flip the switch and I decide to pray in tongues, I'm bringing counsel to my mind. How many need some mind counsel? Come on, write that down. You're bringing counsel to your mind. How about that? I'm building a strong spirit. I'm bringing counsel to my mind. You understand that? How about this? Number two, I'm bringing comfort to my heart. Next time your heart needs to be comforted, go pray in the Holy Ghost. Next time you need to make decisions, go pray in the Holy Ghost, man. You see this? Go pray in the Holy Ghost. And this thing, hold that idea in your head and then go pray about it. God, I got to make a decision about this. Hold the idea in your head and go pray in the Holy Ghost. Counsel to the mind, comfort to the heart. Don't you need to be comforted? Everybody needs to be comforted. Where do you need comfort? He's the comforter. When you're praying in the spirit, he brings comfort to your heart. He's bringing counsel to your mind. That's why I pray in the Holy Spirit. I'm not wasting time. I'm not praying in the spirit just to go punch a clock and say I did it. No, what am I doing? I'm bringing answers to the questions of my mind. I'm bringing comfort to the position of my heart. I'm helping myself navigate through life because I don't know what direction to go sometimes. Come on. Listen to this. He's building me up. He's building you up. Listen now, I love this, man, because this thing got me. So when I'm praying, but he says this word. He says, you, you pray out mysteries. What does that mean? It means this. You pray the things out that are concealed or hidden. That which has not been made known. Applications of truth becoming revealed. You start proclaiming the divine wisdom hidden 
in a mystery. What's that mean? I'm, I'm, I'm revealing concealed things. When I'm praying in the spirit, I'm revealing hidden things. Hidden things about my future that need to be revealed. That are hidden in the spirit of God, but I got to draw them out through praying in the spirit so I can see them in the natural realm I live in. By flipping the switch and praying in the spirit, what I'm doing is I'm pulling, I'm pulling the hidden, concealed things about my life out of the spirit and placing them in the earth through the power of words. Because there's no access in the earth for God to do things in your life without words. He's got to have words. And this is why you see the unknown tongues? They're words. They're words you don't understand, but they're words that somebody understands somewhere. But God needs words to work in your life in the earth because without words in the earth, God has no right to give you the hidden things that are in the spirit. Somebody's got to speak it. Somebody's got to intercede it. You understand what I'm saying? So your life is going to be void and your life is going to be deficient of spiritual things until you start flipping the switch, praying in the Holy Spirit. Because intercession can only work so much for you. you got to take your responsibility on your own and start praying it out. Now, I know some people are like, well, you know, I don't want to put the work in. Well, then you can't get mad about the results. Now, I told them what I'm going to do. I told them what I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I've been talking about this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start praying like five minutes a day and record it. I told them this at 9 o'clock. I've been thinking about this for a while, but I'll do it. I'll start next week. Um, can we, do, we can do that, right? Five minutes? All right. I'm going to come in and I'm going to pray for five minutes. Now, if you're lazy and you don't click it, that's on you. But I'm going to give yeah, I'm going to put it on the app. On the app. If you don't have the Chris Sarter Ministries app, get it today. I'm going to pray for five minutes a day, get Pastor Liz sometimes, maybe corporate stuff. Maybe I'll miss Kathy do it. Some of the leaders do it. I'm going to pray for five minutes a day, and you can pray with me whenever it's convenient for you. So you just click it. You know, I'm going to work, put it on. You're going to hear me bold and loud, and then you can pray with me. You pray with your, your husband and wife, family people, do it, get the kids, do whatever. I'm telling you, you go in there, you just play it when you want to play at midnight, play at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't care when you do it. You're going to start disciplining yourself to pray in the spirit at least for five minutes a day. I'm going to do it on the way to work. I'm going to be bold and loud because I don't pray in baby tongues. Because I'm telling you, you start off with this, you know, you stammering lips business, but the more you start edifying yourself, you start getting articulate. You got to start growing. I'm going to help you grow. I'm going to come alongside of you. Click it. Okay, we're praying. We God will figure it all out. Well, he, well, he don't care. At least you'd be like, right, I'll go pray five minutes a day with Pastor Chris. I'll do it live if we could all show up at the same time, but it ain't going to work. You know what I mean? Or somebody like want to do it at night, somebody want to do it during the day. Maybe I'll do it live and then, I don't know, I'll figure it out. But tomorrow morning it'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? And you click the thing, discipline yourself to click it. Like, I'm going to go pray with them. Rushdie, King Lay, Mende. I'll show you how to do it. We'll do it every day. Five minutes a day. I'll come alongside of you. And then just do it every day. Every day for five minutes. Monday through Friday. I'll give you the weekends off. So you see, Saturday and Sunday will be your testing ground to see if you can pull it off on your own. Yeah, you know? You know what I mean? And then if you don't click it, you're going to bug me. Because I know who, I, I can see who's clicking it. Okay. There's a way to figure that out, ain't it, somehow? Yeah. Not personally, but I can know how many people watched it. Yeah. I don't know who you are. I'm going to find out to find out who you really are. I'll call your house. Yeah. Oliver, why did you not pray today? You didn't pray. Get up and go pray now. Amen. I'm going to be the, I mean, I should, I should not be a pastor and just go become a coach. You know what I'm saying? 
I should just like go get a new jacket, coach. Call up Kevin. Kevin, what are you doing? Pastor Chris, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You didn't pray today. Get up and pray. I checked the app. I'm worse than the CIA, man. I'll come to your house. Hello? The drone is outside your door. I want to see you pray right now. Pray. It's me. Steve, pray. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going back to bed. It bothers me. This guy bugs me. Yeah, because I know what it takes to get there. And you got to do it. Because it's your mysteries. It's your life. You know what I'm saying? And you pray to, so I didn't know this. I'm revealing, I'm right, I'm, how about this? I'm counseling my mind and I'm comforting my heart. And I'm praying out the hidden things of God for my life and for my future. You know, you know how powerful this is? You don't know what the grandkids need, but God does. And when you hold them in your mind, and this is how God taught me how to do it because it's, it's in that book. You hold them in that drop-down window. So I hold you in my mind and pray for you with my spirit, and then I'll pick things up about you. That's how it works. So what I do is I, I got to hold you in my mind. So you hold those kids in your mind. You hold that business in your mind. You hold that thing in your mind, and you give yourself over to praying in the spirit. Does that make sense? You hold the picture. Like if I had a picture, right? So said I had, say, say like I had Jen and Chris. If I had a picture of them, a physical picture, I'd bring it in my prayer closet. What do I care? Make my mind pay attention to something while my spirit is getting unction. And you'll pick some stuff up about stuff. You'll start praying out, hold that business, hold these plans, hold these ideas. This is what we get. We flip the switch of praying in the spirit because we need divine counsel. Now, where are these hidden things? Look over here. Now, you got to see this stuff. Now, we're going to go over here in 1 Corinthians. You got to see this thing, and I want you to see this. Are you okay with this? So you understand why I'm doing this? I'm praying out the hidden things. How many got some concealed hidden things you need to show up in the earth? How many got concealed hidden things need to show up? That, how many got some things that have not been made known you need to become known? Come on, you see this? You see this about decisions? Everything. I got some stuff that is unknown that needs to show up in the known. And the only way to get it to come from the spirit realm, which you cannot see, is to get it to manifest in this natural realm, which I can't see, is through the avenue of praying in tongues. This is why, oh, the devil don't want you to put the, I wrote that, that subtopic, what the devil doesn't want you to know, the power of praying in tongues. He don't want you praying in tongues. It's the most divided subject in the body of Christ. It's because he knew if you get them in one accord, they all start praying, the earth will shake. You'll shake the earth. But we all screwed up denominationally. This guy don't pray. Oh, you go to that church, they're weird if you pray. Ah, oh, be quiet. It's a whacked out religion. This ain't weird. And young people, this ain't weird. This is spiritual, man. Yeah, ain't nothing weird with this stuff. Going around there, Shabbat Kileba. Yeah, get in there all stirred up. You flip the switch. Sorry, Gigi says, Daddy, you got superpowers. She came in the meeting. We were somewhere, and she woke up somewhere, and she, people were flying all over. But she says, you got superpowers. I said, yeah, I'm supernatural. Try to tell your mother that. No, what it is is these kids are looking for real. You know what I'm saying? This ain't freaking nobody out. You understand? Why do they give you unknown tongues? Simple. He needs words, words that wouldn't come out of your mouth. Because if you knew what you were praying, you wouldn't be praying it. Yeah, why? You know, those are words. You want to know why God gave you tongues you don't know? Because you'd screw up what he's trying to do in your life. 
because you would start out thinking him and thinking, well, you know, I don't really want that to happen. I don't really want to go down that road. I really don't want to go do that. And God would be giving you the download to heaven in English, and you'd be messing it up before it even got out of your mouth. So why did give you some language you don't know? Because if you knew the language you were praying, you wouldn't be praying the prayers you're praying. And you ain't spiritually smart enough to know the mysteries of the kingdom through intercession. And you sure ain't going to be praying, oh, God, change my heart. Oh, God, you ain't praying that kind of stuff. You're going to be praying, oh, God, be nice to me. Oh, God, give me me comfy, cushy life. Oh, God, let my life just be fluffy rainbows. Oh, and oh, pixie dust falling out the sky. No, God wants you praying the stuff that's going to help you grow. God wants you interceding for somebody on the other side of the world. God wants you praying for things that you ain't going to pray about and if you knew what you were praying you wouldn't pray it that's why he put it in a mystery and an unknown tongue but i got news for you without the words he can't do nothing yeah you know that scripture everybody loves you know said they love that one oh you know all good things work out for them that love god baloney that's garbage read the thing in its text all good things work out for them that pray in the spirit that doesn't mean everything's going to be easy you know saying a lot of bad things happen life but you can overcome the bad when you stay in the spirit because when the bumps in the road come when you're spiritually there you look at it like it ain't taking me out because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world this ain't taking me out i'm taking it out the only problem is when we get behind in the spirit playing catch up sometimes is hard so stay ahead of it spiritually that's why we're going to get everybody filled today if you ain't filled with the holy ghost you're going to get i'm going to lay hands on you Get you filled with the Holy Ghost, you're praying in tongues, and some of you just dry because you ain't prayed in tongues in 20 years. You've been loaded up, but you didn't know what you are doing. But now you know what you're doing, right? I'm comforting my heart. I'm counseling my mind, and I'm finding the hidden things of my future, and I'm placing them. That's what tongues does. It places the hidden things you need for your future in front of you through words. Because what do words do? They steer your body. Now, do you understand these tongues are words? Are you with me? And these words do the same thing English words do. It's it's the un... Listen to me. This is so powerful. It is the governing factor of God to lead you into the future he wants you to have without you even knowing it. Because you don't know where to go. But he does. And when you yield and trust the Holy Ghost, you're like, he said, no, 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 you think you're going that way. I want you this way. You think you're going that way. I want you this way. And your words, see where your body, remember the bit in the horse's mouth? Remember the rudder in the ship? Those are words. What do you think is coming out of your mouth when you pray in unknown tongues? They're words. Words about your future. Words about your destiny. Words about the plan. Words about the purpose. Words about everything you need to know in life. And the more you flip it over, the more you lay out words before you. The more you lay out words before you, the more you lay out words, and the more words you lay out before you, guess what happens? The more you don't even know, you're autopilot. You're on autopilot, man. The tracking system, GPS is taking, you just flip the, 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 God, the God tracking system through your tongues, you flip it, boom, you got waypoints. You're in the middle of the ocean, you don't even know you are. Got waypoints. He taking you, you just out in the middle of nowhere. You ever get so far out? He been out there. You get so far out, you don't know where land is. And east ain't helping you. Because East might put you in New York. You get so far out, you don't know how to get back. You know what I'm saying? But you got that waypoint. It's like, Holy Ghost is like the waypoints, baby. 
Where are we at? We in the middle of No, just get here. That's what you do. Take you to one spot. Just get there. You get there. What do I do now? I got it. No, I'll get you to the next place. I'll get you to the next place. See, here's the thing. But if you don't stay ahead of that, you're behind in life. You're behind in life. And everybody's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing praying in the spirit. I know what I'm doing praying in the spirit. I'm counseling my mind because my mind is crazy if it doesn't get some counsel and it better come from the Holy Spirit. I'm comforting my heart because it gets overwhelmed with the stresses of life. But guess what? I'm doing it. And guess what else I'm doing? I'm praying out things that I don't know I need for my future and I'm placing them there before I get there because the Alpha and the Omega, who's the beginning and the end, already knows what I need and he put it in my future through the power of praying in tongues. Right. Now look what he says here in this Corinthians, because you got to see this. Look at this. I'm telling you, you got to put this in. We're going to read these verses here, and then I'm going to pray for everybody. And all you people that ain't praying in tongues in six months, I'm praying for you too. Y'all got to get the fire again. You know, I kind of prayed, you know, I went to prayer meeting. And, <laughs> and then some of you got that little baby tongue. Beep, 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 Because y'all don't, I don't want to get, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Apostle Paul told you, I don't know what I'm doing. He wrote the Bible for crying out loud. Just do it. Just do it. It seems weird. We're all weird. We'll all be weird together. Great. Okay. Let's just all go. Let's go. Hey, Karabashikarabere. We can talk to one another. Great. Whatever. Let's just do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything. But I know God. You know, God rebuked me. He said, you want to know what your problem is? I said, boy, this is going to be a long day. Where do we start? You know what he told me? He said this. He said, your problem is you need to understand it before you do it. I told you you're not going to understand it. Just do it. And that helps. Because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. God said, did I ask you for understanding? No, I just want your obedience. You ever remember when your kids? I do that with my kids all the time. Why I got to do this? Be quiet. You ain't got to understand why you got to do it. Just do it. If I tell you not to walk across the street, the car is coming. Remember when you did that with the kids? Just stop or something. You know what I'm saying? You got 50-year-old kids now. You know what I'm saying? Why do I, I, I got to do that? Because I told you so. That's why. Look, nobody's being mean. Y'all act like you're all holy. Y'all lie in church. It's so bad. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Johnny. You've been in the military a long time. You've both been in the military. Did you ever say, why do I got to do that in the military? Was that a good idea? No. Why do I got to do that? Yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. But why do I got to do that? You'd, be, you'd still be running. You know what I'm saying? Stop, Sarno. Hello, you. Slack yourself. Hey, me, 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 me. Why do you got to understand it? I didn't ask you to understand it. I told you, do it. And he rebuked me. And I took it like a champ, as you should, and said, you're right. I need understanding before I become obedient. God wants me to be obedient without understanding. I'll say it again. I needed to be understanding, you understand this, before I could become obedient. God said, you need to become obedient without understanding. That's why it's called obedience. <laughs> you missed that one right over your head. Come on, slow. That's why it's called obedience. There's something about it you don't know or want to do, and God just wants you to do it anyway by faith. See it? So this is what I say. So the only people that don't really like the, this thing I'm talking about are rebellious people. So don't tell on yourself. Just smile and say amen while I'm preaching. I don't think I got to do that. Okay, rebel. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't even like you, Pastor Chris. Maybe I don't like you. You'll never know. I'm not going to tell you. But come on. You see what I'm saying? Stop it. 
Just listen, and if we all do it together, let's just go for it, and let's just go pray out the mysteries, and let's go do what God told us to do. And then when we get to heaven, they'll say, good job, well done, now good and faithful servant, you did it. But here's my thing. You wanna know what scared me? It's not scary in a bad way. Who's waiting on the other side of your obedience to have their life changed, but you're not doing your part, so they're never gonna find you? Because somebody's waiting for you. Because you got an assignment. One or 1,000, I don't even care. Maybe it's just your kids. Just being in place to fulfill what God's placed in. So look at these scriptures. I'm gonna let you, I gotta let you go. Then we gotta pray for some people. Here, read these things though. You gotta see these. You know what I'm talking about? That first Corinthians? I read almost all of that. Because look what he says. So true, okay? Now this will really make sense. First Corinthians 2 6. Got it? Yeah, go there. Look up. Look up. We're done. Look up. Excuse me, I was drinking something. You see it? How be it? Now, now watch. Can you read this? How be it? We speak wisdom. Now, what is the mystery? It's the concealed, hidden wisdom of God. That's what it is. Their mysteries are the concealed, hidden wisdom of God. You got that? So when we pray in tongues, we're revealing the concealed wisdom hidden in God. Where is that? It's in you. Because God put everything you need in you. Remember when we read that Ephesians 1 and 3? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, Christ is in you. So everything you need is in you. You're a self-container of the glory of God. But we've got to get it out of you. But if you don't know what's in you, how do you get it out of you? How be it? Did you get that? You know what I'm saying by that? So everything you need is in you. Like, go slow, go slow. Pay attention. You guys okay? Because I felt like I don't want you to miss that. Did you understand what I just said? Ephesians 1 and 3, all spiritual blessings are in heavenly places in Christ. So God put everything you need in you right now. But you don't know where to go and search it out for? Neither do I. Nobody does. It's a mystery. So you got to go within yourself and find it and pull it out of you. What did he give you that? He gave you the mysteries, the concealed hidden wisdom of God that's in you, Jesus becomes your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He's in you. You got answers for every, everything you're going to face in life. You got answers. They're in you. Sometimes you just got to reach in you and pull it up when you don't know. You get to that end road because the word of God does the same thing that the praying in the spirit does. It reveals wisdom. So when you don't have the written word to follow wisdom, you know, who do you marry? What house do you buy? When do you do this? When do you, you, need, you, need movement, you need moving wisdom. Does that make sense? Decisions to make. Come on. So you, gotta, you get to end passes, end roads. End, I don't know which way to go. I don't know when to do it. Don't worry about it. Sit on it. Don't make quick decisions. Pray it out. Pray it out. Get spiritual guidance, and you'll get the green light. That's how you know. See, here's the problem, people. Listen. You push against what you already know on the inside and deceive yourself. Don't waste time doing it. No means no. Don't waste your time. You'll get so obedient through, do you know why you get obedient? Because you suffer. Suffer, man. You make bad decisions, but God told you not to make them, but you make them anyway thinking you're going to get different kind of results. Insanity is not doing the same thing over and over, guys. Insanity is trying to live outside the laws of God and think you're going to get different results. Ain't going to work, man. It does, never works. But the lost people don't know this. They're just trying to navigate. You got God. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you what. We start... And let me tell you something about this. You start going over in this spirit world, the stuff he's going to show you, 
It ain't weird. You know what I'm saying? It's, God, it's holy. There's things I'll never share with people. I won't share. It's too precious. He says stuff to you, man, grab your heart. Because he's trying to comfort your heart when you're praying in the spirit. I never said that a day in my life in the church. He's comforting you. You'll be praying in the spirit. And all of a sudden in that presence, he'll tell you how much he loves you. And in the spirit, it has so much more weight because your head's not cl cloudy. You know what I mean? It's not trying to get in the way of what he's telling you. He said, I love you. I got great plans for your life. I'm going to take care of those kids. You think, you just stay with me, and you hold them in your head. God, I can't reach them. I can't touch them. They don't want to live for you, man. He can't not live for God. They can't not live for God. You're my inheritance. God, I'm going to stand here and pray. Until, I'm going to pray until I got the note of victory on the ends. I'm going to pray. And, I'm not, and, then, and, then, and then go about your day. And then thank you, Jesus. And those decisions you got to make, because it's, it's tough parenting kids, and it's tough living life, and it's tough. And your marriage, your marriage, give me a, come on, your marriage, you'd be going, you, you, you could be going wild in this thing, fighting and arguing and getting into strife and arguing about all that stuff. Say, hey, stop this. You need to start praying with your spouse today. That five minutes should be the both of you with me. And if you ain't married, you should be in there alone. You should, come on, let's go. And you're going to have to drag the boys because the boys are always slow with going to prayer. So tell them I said. And then call me, snitch on them. Leanne, snitch on them. If he don't show up, snitch. Say, he didn't show up to prayer today. All right, Tony, you're big, but I'll come find you. Come on. Come on. Tony shows up for prayer early. I'm playing with him. But you know what I'm saying? I got to get, I want you, I know you want you, but you got to pray together. Not just the girl's job. Get in, all right, well, here's our five minutes of prayer. We're praying for these kids. We're praying for our family. We're praying for the wisdom. We're praying for the business. We're praying. Amen. Come on, man. We're trying to live a spirit life without the spirit in it. We're trying to live a Holy Spirit life, but we don't invite the Holy Spirit in. This is something else, ain't it? Let him in. This is good, ain't it? Look right here. Look right here. How be it? Remember I told you? Hidden wisdom. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, because the princes of the world that come to none. Now stop. We don't speak the wisdom of the world. Well, where are you getting this wisdom from? Heaven. The Bible. It's in you. Guidance. Watch this. Keep going. We're going to go all the way through. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Well, what are these, where's these mysteries? They're in the spirit. You see it? Now, some of it is the written word. How many know the written word of God is a mystery to most? But to you, he said this. He said, people read this Bible, they're confused. Not you. You understand because you know the Holy Spirit. He reveals it to you. But here's the thing. There are some things in your life for a mystery that are not exposed by the written word of God. Right? The Bible says forgive, so you forgive. The Bible says pray, so you pray. The Bible is very clear. But where the Bible is not clear, you need Holy Spirit guidance. What business do you start? What do you do? Who do you marry? Remember I told you this? What car do you, when do you do this? When do you buy that? When do you, how do I know? When am I led? When do I do this? When do I do, why do I pick up the phone? Why do I pray for this one? You got to be led to the Lord. You got to have guidance, right? But even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world into our glory. What do you mean hidden wisdom before God ordained before the world? He said this, he said, that was the word of God. He formed and fashioned you. He was the lamb slain before the world even showed up. He's pre-planned everything you need and put it in you. Now you got to get it out of you. 
Look, 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 keep going, right? But we speak the wisdom of God, which none of the princes of this world knew, because if they knew what they were doing, they wouldn't have crucified Jesus. They would have knew this plan was set up. They would have never, why? Because he said, you know why they said that? Because he, he wouldn't have crucified. Not because he was just the savior of the world, because the Holy Ghost wouldn't have came and filled you. If they knew what they were getting ready to do in crucifying him, they never would have crucified him. They just let him die as a king. But when you crucified him, he multiplied him. <laughs> oh, you thought you were killing him, baby. You just multiplied him. Mambre este pafra pacalamate. You hear what I just said? They multiplied him. They would have never multiplied. Oh, no, just leave him alone. Let him die. Just let him die. If you could die, don't touch, don't kill him. Because if you kill him, you're going to multiply him. They didn't know what they were doing. Neither have entered into the heart of man. But as it is written, I have not seen. Oh, my God. He say what? You ain't seen this thing with a physical eye. Ear has not heard. You ain't seen this thing with a physical ear. Neither has entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. Those things are there. But I got news for you. Where are they? Watch this. Watch this. But God revealed them unto you by your spirit. That spirit of God showing you the word. The spirit of God pulling out them mysteries up out of you. My God in heaven, I promise you this. The Holy Ghost is going to do this thing for you, man. He's going to do it. He's going to change your life. And if you ain't filled with the Holy Ghost, we're going to get you filled today. Now listen. But watch this. But what did he do? For the spirit search all things, yea, the deep things of God. He gets in you and searches it out. Come on, somebody. Watch this, verse 11. My God, for what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God knows him. And where's the spirit of God? He's in you. Don't you know your body's the temple of the living God? That he's searching out the inward parts. He's the GPS of your life. Let him out. Let him out. Just let him out. Stop bowing it up. And don't be be lazy and say, oh, I'm not going to know. I'm, I'm, I'm counseling my next Tomorrow morning when you get up and go, I'm counseling my mind. So I'm comforting my heart. So I'm praying out the mysteries for my future. I'm breaking the devil's neck is what I'm doing. I'm becoming spiritually strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Wisdom beyond. Come on. Look at this. We're going to finish this. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's part of your plan. There's a natural plan, but there's a spiritual plan. You understand that? There's a spiritual plan for you. Now we receive not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. That's the Holy Spirit. Which what? Which what? That what? Which is of God, that we might freely know the things which are freely given us from God. What you mean? Whoa, whoa, stop. What you mean? Wait, wait. That we might know the things that are freely given. What are those freely given things of God? They're in me. You got to pull them up to reveal them. <sighs> Look, keep going. We got to go all like 16. But which things also we speak? I'm going to run around the room. Which things we... Where you speak these things? Not in words which man's wisdom... Where's these words that man's wisdom don't teach? The Bible and the tongues. It's in you. Which things we also... What do we do? What do we do? Read it. What do we do? Speak. 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 
Speak what word? Words which man's wisdom does not teach, but which the Holy Ghost, he's going to put the word in your mouth. He's going to put the word in your tongue. If you're too lazy to let that word off your tongue, you better go home now. He said, I'm going to teach you what to say. Get in there. And then when you come out of the Rabastake, I'll tell you what to prophesy in the earth. I'll tell you what to tell the devil. I'll tell you what to tell the earth. I'll tell you what to, I'll tell you to speak to that mountain. You speak now. You're yielding. But which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Keep going. But the nat- here we go. The natural man receives none of this. He thinks this is foolish. This is crazy. He can't receive nothing from the Spirit of God. Neither can anyone know them because they're spiritually discerned. So you come in and go, this is crazy. Good. You've just identified yourself as carnal. Now I'll grow it. Dude, I'm like a ninja in the spirit, man. Serious. Did you see what I just said? Well, I think this is, this, is, this is wacky. You just revealed your kernel. Stop. Outgrow it. Trust me. Trust me or find somebody to trust. I told you that. But once you trust me, discipline yourself to do it. We're beyond that now. Say, hey, I can give it five minutes. I don't even know what I'm doing. Say, do it. You're going to start feeling so good. Bro, you'll get, look, I'm going to let you in on something, all right? This is where you go over. The Bible says in Ephesians, it says, be not drunk with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. You want to know why he likens it to wine? Because he, he doesn't want you dabbling over there. Anyway. You don't need to be hitting all that carnality anyway. You know what I mean? But he uses, be not drunk with wine, but ye filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. Because you're going to get wasted on God. Now I'm being serious. You're going to become lit in a different dimension. Not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be like, whoa, bro. Hey. <laughs> it just, you're going to go over, man. And you're going to get caught. You, don't, you know why? Because the devil's a counterfeit. And he makes you think everything in the world, all these people going off, want to go getting stoned and living all whacked out. That's all counterfeit, man. You know why it's counterfeit? Because I said, I, would, I can help you if you battle with addiction. Does anybody battle with that stuff in here? Okay, let me help the people in the room. See, here's the problem with addiction. You've been chasing. The, I sat with the best drug users you've ever seen in your life. You think you're good? You're not. I've seen people kill themselves, die, come back to life, and kill themselves again, and come back to life in the same night, and thought it was still chasing something. And I said, I got to ask you a question. Real quick, this is a bunny trail to help somebody get set free, so stay with me. I said, what are you looking for? They said this. I'm looking for the first time. I said, you can never find it. It's gone. Isn't that true? That's what most addicts are looking for. I'm looking for the first time I felt that feeling. I've been chasing it forever. You can't. It's never to be found again. Right? Can't do it. So here's the thing. That's why the devil's a counterfeit. Because the first time is the last time it's good. Every time after that, it's miserable. Cost you too much. Here's the thing with God. The first time was good, but he keeps getting better and better and better. Keeps making you higher and higher and higher. Keeps making you more glorified, glorified, and glorified. I'm so shot out some days, I don't know if I'm coming back. I might just go over like Enoch. I don't know. I'm telling you the truth. But this does it. You got to just get there. You ain't got to go back to that mess. It's a counterfeit. It ain't real. Get in God and stay there. 
Don't come out. And you start flipping the switch and praying to the Holy Ghost. My God, you'll start burdens will lift, burdens or yokes will be there. The yokes will be destroyed. <laughs> Pull this thing up. Look at this scripture. I'm telling you, look at this scripture. You'll start laughing and stuff. You, 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 you will. Look, but uh, the natural man cannot receive their fullness unto him. Neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Watch this. Come on, 15. But ye that is spiritual judge all things and he judged himself by no means. You know what that means? He said the spiritual guy judged it, said I'm going to do it. And if anybody thinks I'm crazy for doing it, they can take a hike. That's what that means. It says, I'm judged by no one. That's exactly what that's saying. I seen it. I judged it. I said it's for me. And all your friends that think you shouldn't be doing that, tell them shut up. Amen. Get new friends. Or don't pray in front of them. I don't know what to tell you, but just say, hey, bounce it, right? For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may tell God, I don't like. You know what he's saying to you? I don't like this. All you theological geniuses that I love in the church think, I don't think I have to do that. I don't think I like that. Who are you to get in God's mind and tell him what to do? That's what he's telling you. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? That's exactly what he's saying. He's saying, I don't know if I like this tongues thing. God, I think you should have did it a different way. Well, next time God wants to ask you what you, he should do before he creates the heavens and the earth, maybe he should check in with you. Has he? No. So be quiet and do it. Stop being that person. And if you got the mind of Christ, you can transform your life because he gave you the power to think like he thinks, talk like he talks, walk like he walks, do what he does, be like he is. You can be the supernatural being that God said you can be. And no matter what, and why did he give it to me? Because if God is for me. Nobody can be against me. And I got news for you. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He gave you greater power, greater ability, greater anointing, greater opportunity. The greater one's living in me. I'm greater, greater, greater. That's why I gave it to you. You're greater than all of it. Now you're in here. Listen to me. Now, everybody, just stand up on your feet. You're in here. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, I want you first. Come down here. You can't pray in tongues. And don't be embarrassed. Just get down here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.